well this evening. Welcome to Dudes Talking, a global death cult with William Ramsey. I'm so glad to have William back on. I've thoroughly enjoyed his most recent book, Global Death Cult, The Order of the Nine Angles, Adam Waffen, and The Slaughter of the Innocents. William, are you there? I'm here. Thank you for having me, John. It's great to be with you again. Yes, very much so. Um, and I'm definitely glad to have you. I was super excited when I saw that uh, that you had written this book. Um, I'd been interested in um, investigating the order of the nine angles. Um, and uh, I, you know, you're an excellent author. You're an excellent researcher. Um, so when I saw that you had written this book, I uh, wanted to uh, definitely read it and have you on to discuss it. Um, what got you interested in uh, researching the Order of the Nine Angles and Adam Waffen and and kind of like uh, the satanic um, global white nationalist cults that are out there? Well, I think I was always kind of writing about the occult. My earlier books were about Crowley and kind of uh, kind of secret symbolism and things like that. And I'd done the occult Hollywood. So I kind of had that in my that was kind of what my the focus of my research was. And so when somebody reached out to me, Somebody had tried to tell me about the ONA back in 2020 or 2019, and I, I, I just kind of glanced over it. But then Igor Sarsky reached out to me with his information. That was August of 2020. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is incredible. So then I really started reading about what the ONA was, its, doc, its doctrines, but also stuff that Sarsky had provided. But also I wanted to see what else was in the news. And so then I started researching these cases I wrote probably five or six or seven articles on recent cases that involved order of nine angle references or really things that were happening. So I saw that this was kind of a event, a, a group, an ideology that had surfaced in the news that wasn't there before. So that really set me off on going back to say, what is this group? What are their ideas? What's their ideology? What's their influence? And that, that was a, uh, really unique to me because I'd never really heard about the group, but they definitely had, they've, somebody's put time, energy, and thought into creating this, this order of nine angles, no doubt. Oh, very much so. I, uh, I had, um, um, had heard of the order of the nine angles, uh, uh, Radix from uh, Patriot Soapbox, uh, had, had discussed them, uh, previously beforehand. And I had seen them showed up in the news, uh, too, as well, uh, them and, um, the base, which is the Russian group. Um, and I, I just been paying attention for the past year, maybe past two years, uh, of the group. Um, but you had gotten more depth in my own research, uh, about the order of the nine angles and the other groups associated with them. So, uh, what can you tell us about the order of the nine angles and where did they start and, um, whom, uh, started the group? Right, so it started in the UK. It came out of the National Socialist Mu Movement in the UK in the 70s and 80s. Central figure is a guy by the name of David Myatt, who seems to write under a variety of pseudonyms. One is Anton Long, another Stephen Brown. And he had an interest in national socialism and occultism. So according to his, really his own biography, and he actually has his own, there's actually a biographer of him uh, a woman who actually writes about him as well, but I went through his biography and what other people were writing about him, and he clearly had had read about Crowleyism. He had known he was involved with a kind of a Crowley group in London, and you can see that kind of uh, legacy in this ideology that developed. Really interesting, pre-internet, but just 
manuscript upon manuscript. So really kind of maybe three pages letter on whatever subject it was. And those grew and those became booklets, pamphlets, books, and really grew into what's known as the really the ONA corpus. But the original documents, the original books were known as NAOS, Black Book of Satan. So those are really the really the beginnings. And all of that stuff was really sent out on almost like printers and uh, not hardbound copies, but ring binders to people through a PO box. And uh, so it's really kind of watching or you're able to trace the genial the intellectual genealogy of this group from the very beginning to the present 2021, this 40 years. And I think the real advantage for them was the advent of the internet allowed their ideas to be dispersed. Still, still kind of in a smaller group. I don't think they're a huge group. Somebody's estimated or guesstimated one to 2,000 members, but mm -hmm. there may be other people who are influenced by the ideology. But that's really where it started, was out of National Socialism. So they have in the core ideas a reverence for Adolf Hitler. So they time, like we would say, AD or Common Era, and they would time their time year of Fian, which has a variety of meanings. One is rejoicing. So year of rejoicing in 1889, which is the birth of Hitler. So you can see that. And, and in Myatt's own writing and his own admissions, he's friends with really well-known historical figures. Otto Riemer, who was uh, really a, a Hitler loyalist who prevented the overthrow or the attempted overthrow of the government, what's known as the Operation Valkyrie, which happened in, I believe, April of 1944, which would have stopped the war. Another, the war went on for another year. But uh, he was known, he knew these people. So he's, he was operating in these different groups, stay behind groups, things you probably know, gladio groups. So very yes. strange kind of uh, connections and ideas. But you can see that he's very intelligent and has, and has aggregated all these kind of ideas into this new order, order of the nine angles. Yeah, that's something you uh, talked about and discussed in your book uh, uh, um, about the connections, the order of nine angles and, and kind of being a um, continuation of Operation Gladio or the stay behind networks to quote unquote supposedly fight against communism, uh, which was just to spread terror uh, by the world order to the general public by any means necessary. Um, and so, um, yeah, that was interesting that I the, the, the connections between the order of nine angles. Yeah, I think it was um, Combat 18 or Combat 88 was one of mm -hmm. these groups that was he found out later it was a good uh, a gladio group there were a lot of them all over europe yes very much so um so i guess a, a question about the word of the nine angles that i had myself i just wanted to get your opinion on it um why are they obsessed with going to space well, that's why is the cosmos and 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 because you hear a lot of the white nationalists they would always say if it wasn't for the welfare state and for illegal, you know, paying illegal immigrants, that we would be able to colonize the stars and kind of have like this romanticism of right. space journey. Now, you and I are both it's, Christians. Right. And so I was wondering, why does it seem like the occultists, even the Nazis, were very much obsessed with the stars and occultism and 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 the theorizing of which would eventually become space travel. And you have rock rocketry with uh, Jack Parsons and right. L. Ron Hubbard and Babylon working um, and everything. So why do you think that is? Why are they so obsessed with space do you have any idea that's a great question i think it's probably their long-term utopia so their idea is everybody else is keeping them from really traveling to the stars my uses the term homo galacticus for this future mm -hmm. man mm -hmm. so 
I also think it's like uh, a focus for the group. That's what they're trying to head to is this colonization of space. So they, they kind of do have a kind of a space opera outlook and they're connecting with these dark gods from portals that exist beyond stars. And that's really kind of one of their strange focuses. Their foci is that certain times, certain um, star groups or whatever constellations behind there is one of these dark gods that they want to bring down or presence. But I think it also, these kind of utopian ideas coalesce or keep the group together for a long-term goal. So it, it, it shows kind of this myth, mythology that they're trying to get to. But it is interesting that they really are kind of a modern kind of space opera. And that's, it seems to be part of what Mayat's ideas were, that he was always interested in that. And uh, he writes about it often. So it also, you can see that new, that Nazi idea. And I don't even think the Nazis really came up with this, but this concept of the new man. So we're creating the new man. So that's what the Nazis were doing through breeding is trying to bring back or create this new evolutionary man. Yeah. And I think that they, that same concept is integrated into the OMA, but their new man is Homo Galacticus and they're going to be be the ones creating and they got to get rid of all this chaff that's holding them back so it's the same thing of the nazis like you got to get rid of these jews and poles and russians so we can have our paradise yeah i i noticed that too when i was reading the book it made me think of that and i've heard the white nationalist rhetoric of them wanting to colonize the stars and a push into space um it's very interesting that a lot of them align themselves with transhumanist views uh, to to accomplish their goal, which is an antagonist of uh, of of a, uh, you know, um, being you know, us as Christians, you know, we're, we're anti transhumanists, you know, anti kind of like like a galactic push like that, um, and it's it's just it, it's just I, I when reading the book, it just it just I mean, how many times were they mentioning? you know, reaching for the stars. And you're right, it's you're using, they're using it kind of like a carrot for the stick type thing, right? Where, you know, once we, you know, fulfill the Turner diaries and take over the world, then we'll be able to take over space, right? Because nothing will be stopping us now, except, you know, for all those other inferior, quote unquote, inferior right. races, you know? And, but it is interesting. So that he kind of like re-termed all of these terms. So instead of really railing against Jews or something, it's the Magian or the Nazarene. The Nazarenes, us right. Christians, you know. Right, so it's the, the Christians, so it's definitely adversarial. So the Christians are the problem, the Nazarenes, the Magians. So you could throw the Jews into that pot as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so you, you see the same kind of uh, structure, but different terms, I think, as, as the Nazis. Now that's really like, if you look at the cover of my book, it's the shadow of kind of the swastikas in the background. But I think that that's like the global aspect of this ideology. They had a 300-year plan. So they're trying to grow and expand and implement their kind of uh, what they would call a dark imperium. Yes. And so, you know, Myatt uh, grows the order of the nine angles. He starts re reaching out to, to Colonel Michael Aquino. Um, and, and there's co conversations between the Temple of Set back and forth with Maya, which the Temple of Set try to distance themselves away from Maya, right? Like we don't do any human right. sacrifices or any of that horrible stuff that you, the Order of the Nine Angles, uh, right. we would never talks admit about. it publicly, right? So they oh no, 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 no. But but and, it's uh, I, I found that interesting. You know, I found that to be, uh, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. I know you're they're, they're lying, they're lying out of their teeth. 
you right. know. Uh, but there is a possibility that maybe they just didn't like Maya too as well. We don't know if they were working together. We don't know if they were antithesis to each other, just out of jealousy or status. We really don't know, uh, you know. And, and we can only speculate at that point. But I mean, I mean, how how do you feel about that? Do you do you feel like that they were uh, the Temple set was an antithesis to the Order of the Nine Angles, or did you come across any information where they were working together? Nothing uh, outside of those. Those are the satanic letters of Stephen Brown, and that's kind of like one of the main reasons why Maya is supposed is met is Anton Long and is Stephen Brown is mm-hmm. that guys from the Temple of Set met him and said under different guises and said this is the same yeah. guy. So yeah. and he didn't deny it. He said I had to keep pseudonyms for my professional career. So he was. It, it seems to be like it's mine. He said in the other writings that he and twelve people formulated the ONA. But anyway, he's definitely a central character. But how much they're working together, I don't know. But if you look at the tone of those writings between and, and they're signed by Michael Aquino, who also has an esoteric Nazi mm-hmm. element to him. Mm-hmm. There's pictures of him with SS daggers and things like that. So the modern Satanist movement has a, a affinity for kind of Nazi regalia and ideas. And even in the Maya, it actually says, and I include in the book that the Nazi group was a perfect satanic political system i don't remember his verbatim statement yeah but i think that he really distanced himself from the temple of set and the church of satan and was saying you guys are kind of posers kind of like we're the real ones the central element of our group is killing people or calling people and you guys don't make that don't make that so i think he was distinguishing himself from them but you can tell in the writings of to Maya, they kind of appreciated him. Mm-hmm, it seems mm-hmm. like they had a positive thing, but uh, they don't, you know, those later writings, you don't, you may see some of their ideas integrated into the ONA, but you don't see, and I didn't find in all of the writings that I read, um, any further contacts or kind of uh, things that you would see in uh, that, that surfaced of their, their communication together. But it is interesting because Mayat's talking about people that, you know, people in the left-hand path movement. So he's talking about the guy who wrote Lieber Null and Psychonaut. And so these are famous kind of chaos magicians. So they're aware of that. And there's another guy in there who, after the whole Christchurch massacre, if you know this guy, Brenton Tarrant, who went and Mm -hmm, shot 50 mm -hmm. people, they went and talked to him. And he was in those letters too. So, and he was definitely a kind of a right, hard right wing cult writer as well yeah yeah and i i guess one thing about um i was maybe looked at it a little a little bit that there's a possibility that it could be like um independent scientology breaking away from uh scientology and that um you know maybe it was an offshoot offshoot group of the tipple of set that was allowed to do more things you know out in the open for the world order, you know, to produce more terror, almost like a jihadism, which by the way, about Maya, he becomes a Muslim, you know, and, and then now he's renounced both Islam and white nationalism and the order of nine angles, but he's still alive, but he's renounced. That's something I want to ask you too. Okay. He's well, still all living. Of the leaders have renounced the ONA. So more, but they're still living. Right. But according to the order of nine angles, you're supposed to be killed. Right. Good point. Right. So why are they so, all still alive? Yeah, that, that was you're asking really good questions. So I, I don't know why, but you know what he's doing now is he's writing commentary on the Gospel of John. Right. Yeah. No, he's doing all kinds of translations and things like that. Yeah. 
So it's weird, you know. I mean, he went. Well, it, he, he lived in a Catholic monastery for a while. Maya did too, eighteen didn't months, he? right? And you see that you see that he took those ideas, the chanting and stuff, and integrated it into his system. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like uh, pick your own parts of different religions that you like and kind of throw them in a blender with a whole right. bunch of uh, well, yeah, hate it, and disdain. It, that is a fascinating aspect of this whole thing: is how cults are created, how the ideas are integrated. And I think your analogy of like the break off uh, from Scientology, it'd be like this group is like the process church or something. So they come through Scientology, take all that information and then reform it however they want. But in Maya, it's really kind of the more sophisticated writings that he has. He definitely integrates Jungian ideas. Mm -hmm. He understands Nietzsche. So he's taking some of these philosophical positions, but his ideas are that the numinous and the sinister can be per, put together in the same person. So you could literally be externally a numinous person, like a, a scholar or something like that. You could be that or doing something positive, but also have that side of your personality that's sinister or part of the sinister tradition as well. So that's what kind of is a dangerous aspect of these guys. They're much more intelligent and sophisticated, I think, than the kind of uh, kind of blocky and not really subtle gr uh, groups like the Temple of Set or yeah, the Church of Satan. Very much so. I mean, your average Satanist or your LeVay Satanist who uh, probably does some black magic and is antithesis to me as a Christian, but a lot of them really are just edgelord atheists, you know, that just hate, you know, people. So therefore they're only looking out for themselves, right? And then you have the true Satanists, the ones that are, you know, they believe in Satan, they worship Satan, they, you know, do Satan's bidding, um, and they, you know, do, you know, ritual sacrifice and, 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 you know, just whole horrific things, right? And so that, you know, it's interesting how they like to talk about the satanic panic now and how right. none of that exists. Well, if you listen to, or listen to, but if you read the Order of the Nine Angles in their own publications in their own words, uh, they've killed people, they've done human sacrifice, uh, you know, so again, how can that be satanic panic unless they're directly right. well that's a loaded term you know it's like calling somebody a conspiracy theorist so and a lot of people who are pushing satanic panic are satanists or occultists. Yeah. so I know. <laughs> that's very important like uh there's so much evidence of, of occult crimes it's off the charts you could literally write an encyclopedia but these guys in their own writings which i include in the book you can tell they're worshiping satan they're external oh, yeah. and internal rituals have are satanic based they include some hitler in there but the, the original document, it was a septenary system. It was a seven-part system. And to attain the fifth part, the external adept, you have to call somebody. Yep. So if, you, if you're a member, if you're a practicing member of this religion or this cult or whatever, or this group, if you're farther up, you've, you've done some, somebody in. And I assume you if they succeeded, it would be nobody would know. If you follow the ONA doctrines, it wouldn't even be noticed, but somehow you would have to tell somebody in the group is my assumption. Yeah, and there's and so one thing that separates them kind of, and again, it's like independent Scientology that separates them from the temple set is they have there's no supposedly central group network. Right. It's pretty much like you know you tell a friend, you tell a friend, you get a hold of the literature, you start your own little, I think they call it Nexion. Nexion, correct. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, like you're kind of like like offshoot group of the order of the nine angles but you kind of follow this very loose adept system and then you know is, is that how it is yeah but i mean that's the public that's the public 
statement, right? But yes. you can tell that some of these people, they're following each other. And I showed some proofs in my book that there's mm -hmm. clearly some international communication. They just had one guy who got sentenced to 20 years who I write about in this book. His name is Dimock. But he was talking to a guy in Texas who also just got arrested and went to 42 months. That's kind of the interesting thing about the book is these events are happening now. It's not something that's happened in the past. The people are getting busted, going to jail. Um, but yeah, this whole Nexian system, it's almost like they, the way they designed it. We, in another interview, it was like a multi-level marketing system, yeah. like they're selling uh, Amway or something. So you get your own group and then one guy branches off and starts his own Nexian. And you can really see it. And I show the evidence in the book that these Nexians are almost like their own little cult, like the Temple of Blood has admitted that it's a Nexian or offshoot of the ONA. They're in, I think, South Carolina, and they yes. have their own literature. And then there's another group in Yorkshire that is a Nexian. They have their own literature. A lot of these, and so people are thinking and really putting time and effort into this. The Temple of Them in Australia is an offshoot. And what's really strange about the ONA too is that their ideology, they're accepting of you don't even have to be a member of the ONA. You can just read, they call, like they have nicknames for these people, Belobians, Niners. So a Belobian is a follower in, in arts. And then the Niner is just an independent who believes in all the literature. He just doesn't want to wow. be a part of the ONA. Okay. Right. So they're okay with that. And so that's kind of like the danger, the strange element of the ONA of these books that have definitely integrated. I mean, there's definitely an issue of these ONA stuff in Adam Waffle, which only started in 2015 which is definitely like a racist fascist group. Oh God, yes. But the, the ONA, interestingly, they, they're not as, as crass racist as some of these other Nazi groups. So they, they you don't really see- It's more cultish. The, the yeah. racism and, and the white it's nationalism in, is kind of like wedged in. Yes, yeah. It's not as overt or clumsy, but it's like the, they, they don't like the cultural stuff. So Nazarene, Magian, and then their view of like the Imperium. So they've taken ideas from a guy by the name of Yaki, who was a fascist. He wrote a book called Imperium. So you can see those ideas in this. But uh, yeah, the Nexium system is there. And I just have one chapter just showing these different websites that are all over the world. And that really is something about the book. And you can see Mayat's ideas or ONA ideas have really dispersed all over the world, not in a very overt, obvious way, but they're clearly, these books are being bandied about and definitely talked about in, 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 a, in the far right groups, they all seem to seem to be aware of some of these doctrines. So you'll see these ONA guys, they're clearly wearing these like skull masks. So they're hard right wingers from the States, but I have a picture of one holding up this bat. And that's like a concept that comes out of the ONA, this Noctulian idea, Noctulius is a bat. So like they're not, they're not just using the symbol of the bat, but this, the bat is a symbol of what they do at night, is go out and fly at night and see at night where everybody else can. So there's the, almost all of their literature and crimes and stuff all take place at night. Yeah, I, I noticed that too as well. There was a lot of uh, writing with the Order of the Nine Angles about committing, you know, your calling at night to less chance that you would be seen. Um, and, um, you know, there's a story about someone committing a murder that was written 
Um, I, I get to say this, um, though their literature is abhorrent, um, it's at least decently written. I'll give them credit for credit as due. I mean, you expect, you know, knuckle draggers, you know, but oh. it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's written well for what it is, you know, and, and, and so can you, any curious, as far as calling, you know, can you go more into, you know, whom they decide to call, like call they, who they, I found it very interesting that, you know, they kind of have it like this karma based system right where if a person could prove to them that they don't deserve to be cold then they won't kill them right. supposedly based supposedly. off their own right. supposedly yeah. but can you go in a little bit more detail about that and sure the, they, they use the, the term karma. offer which is a german word for sacrifice so they're off you test the offer to see if they're the appropriate to call then usually it has something to do with them being not having honor or being kind of crass, I think is really what the test is. If they fail these tests, then they're appropriate candidate for sacrifice or murder. So there's like, a, there's a section in my book where I talk about the, the calling tests and things like that. They actually have like weird manuscripts. The art of calling is one of them, but uh, yeah. So, the, so they definitely will supposedly have these tests. And then they say in some of the literature, there are designated groups, which I never figured it out. I assume it's Nazarenes that can be cold at any time. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there's, there's also like designated groups. So there's a lot, they have an oral tradition, A-U-R-A-L. So they're definitely talking without writing anything down. So there's definitely things that are in the group that only somebody in the group would really know. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um... But yeah. The calling is, I think of the central thing. And that's actually what Maya said. He said, what distinguishes of ourselves from other people is our attitude to coin. Wow. Yeah. I guess I would make them against, you know, the temple of set. Right. Right. You know, uh, but even though we know that they're, they're, they're calling as well. So, I mean, let's be real here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they, that's what Maya alleges. He says that you guys in your central group make decisions on people to kill. Like that's, that's what he said. Yeah. So um, can you just uh, discuss uh, another recent possible off, sh off uh, shoot group of the Order of the Nine Angles, which is Adam Waffen. Right. So Adam Waffen started in 2015. It was started by two guys in Tampa, well, really one, his name. He actually is in jail. He got busted on having, uh, having explosive materials. But they started in 2015, and they're very hardcore. They came out of this internet sites and things like that. Iron March was one of them. But uh, I would say they're more openly kind of nazistic they're definitely national socialist fascists but really kind of post-apocalyptic ideas and their writings were very aggressive they weren't a very big group but they were they were involved in all kinds of, of stuff and there's a lot of deaths deaths known deaths associated with them but they it's interesting so you can kind of tell it seems like in my research these guys who started it are in integrating ideas from the ONA, such as insight roles, where yeah. they're trying to infiltrate kind of these uh, military things in the United States to get training. So the leader, uh, Brandon Russell was his name, he became a member of the National Guard. And then kind of his sidekick, Anders, became was like a kid from Orlando, Florida, who decides to become a radical Muslim, much like Myatt. And they're the dog, you can see pictures, there's tons of pictures online, well, not tons, but I have tons of pictures on, well, I have pictures that have these guys having the Sinister Tradition book. 
So there's people in the military reading the sinister tradition. So they're getting these ideas. And there was one central figure who just got sentenced in May. His name was Denton, who was a member of the Temple of Blood, which is a ONA Nexian. At least one journalist says he was a member of the Temple of Blood before he joined Adam Waffen. So you can kind of see this occultism uh, inter interspersed. And there was actually a, an argument among Adam Waffen members between people who were going to kind of take the occult angle of right wing and then the kind of supposedly pure national socialist types. Yeah, but Adam Waffen also tended to be very crass and crude yeah. on the open world. I mean, they had a inst uh, an Instagram, um, a Telegram group uh, that was called Rape Waffen. Right. Um, and so they, they tended to be more out in the open with, you know, being edgy and, and, yes. and, and believing in that stuff probably too as well of, of pushing, you know, um, society as far as they possibly can go, which is technically a Satanist uh, tenet is to uh, go against all societal laws and norms. Right. And that's, um, a, that's, a, that's the principle of the ONA is they're above the law. So I have a section yes. on above the law. And then in the right wing, they call it accelerationism. So they're trying to accelerate the downfall when they, then they will take over in the ruins. So it's kind of similar to, it's, I think it's just a theme within the frustrated far right who can't find real political power is to have that attitude. So Adam Wappen, definitely post-apocalyptic. They had actions where they would posterize things. So they put, that was kind of like the initiation is if you were wanted to join Adam Wappen, you had to kind of take these really aggressive posters and post them somewhere and show it. So they were postering places like uh, college campuses and things like that. So, but I think that their central ideology, they, 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 they called, there was a guy who said it was the death cult. So that kind of led credence to my title is Adam Waffen really saw itself as a very aggressive and they hung out with, they had this hero, James Mason. He was an old line Nazi in the United States mm -hmm. who was associated with the national socialist movement here under uh, George Lincoln Rockwell, who was killed. And he wrote a book that was a compilation of his articles from 1980 to 1986 called Siege. So you'll see these guys uh, have Siege. They really like Siege. And uh, they, call, they actually started a website called Siege Culture so they could kind of get his ideas out there. And his central ideas were Naziistic. Jews and Blacks and you know, other races are terrible. And he was an admirer of Nazi serial killers, really, guys who were uh, murderers. There were these kind of strange people like this guy Spizak, who was, he. these guys got the death penalty. So he got fried, I think, in um, Ohio. And he had done some kind of lone wolf killing. And then another guy by the name of Franklin, who shot uh, Larry Flint and Vernon Jordan. So he was, this guy was kind of a secret trans or cross jurisdictional murderer and murdered tons of like 10 people or something like that. He ended up going to the gas chamber too. But actually uh, this guy, James Mason, who these Adam Waffen guys really admire, knew Franklin, knew him under a different name. And then another guy, Fred Cowan, who killed five people. So these were kind of like Nazi heroes. They're also very, uh, very anti-Christian, much like the Nazi party in Germany. So they're very much uh, power of the race. So James Mason wrote like the Christianity was a, a testament to the power of the blood 
of white people, which is kind of weird because uh, Christ was Jewish, but which he ignores, but he attests this religious event to the power of race, not to like spiritual power of God. So Spisak, if I remember too, was uh, had a gender dysphoria. Right. No, they're very weird. And there's actually, if you read a lot, I don't want to talk about names, but a lot of these guys, and I had this in another conversation, they had kind of an internet tough guy um, persona, like I'm on the right wing, but some of them had were gay curious or gay yeah. or bisexual. They, they, they would rail against degeneracy on the internet, but in reality, then love themselves. And you saw that on 4chan or 8chan a lot if you were surfing the boards throughout history. Um, it would be kind of like that push and pull. Uh, but yeah, they would rail against this stuff in, in, in the public, but in secret, you know, a right, lot of right. them were. Well, I mean, there's trans, there's it. stories of transsexuals and things like that with some of there's, these dudes. There's so their story. They're their not rumors either. I mean, I've saw the stuff. Yeah. I didn't really focus it on the book, but they're not. They're not as like rugged heterosexuals as you might as they they would put up front and i actually think that that's actually a, an important theme from the book maybe something i didn't recognize as much as that these young naive guys get on these message boards and they get radicalized by older people and they do crazy stuff that the older people wouldn't do and they're gone like uh you probably know dylan roof who went in and shot a bunch of african-americans yes. at church yes like he got radicalized very fast like he, I didn't really focus on him on the book, but he had like African-American friends growing up, like and people didn't know what, what, how, what happened, but it seems like he got in with a lot of these hateful, spiteful people and something happened to his brain and he, he, he's going to go. I mean, I think he, I think he's going to get the death penalty, right? Or is he in jail for the rest of his life? I don't remember for Dylan Roof. Yeah. I'd have to look that up, but I mean, that could happen a lot. You know, you, you, you have a troubled childhood, which many of these people do who end up joining these, joining these satanic groups. Um, they end a lot up, of Asperger types, they call them Sperg. So a lot of these yeah. guys have ADHD or they've had medication when they were younger. Yep. And, and, and so because of that, it, it, it you know, um, you have this, you know, the destabilization of society that's been going on for many decades and, you know, both parents are working, so they have less time to spend, you know, watching their children or seeing what they're up to. And, and so, you know, they get on the internet there and there's a lot of psychographical and psychological warfare that's done by the world order and the governments like the United States government to, to make these, um, radicalized, uh, um, uh, people, uh, which is one thing I want to ask you too, is, is you see them entering the national guard. Uh, it's my belief too. And Radix has done a lot of research on this too, as well, that, you the more and more uh, like uh, remember the three base members that were going to kidnap yes um yeah. uh, uh whitmer the the governor of uh michigan oh right yeah no yeah that was they were base members too i didn't know they were the base. they were base numbers okay. members yeah um but it appears that they um were being guided the whole entire time by, by the federal bureau of investigation well, and they're not that bright. They're not. The guys. No. So, yeah. That was they, my question is, is do you see a lot of this? It's my belief. And I think it's Braddock's belief too, to some degree that the government is kind of fundling these people who are unstable either directly or indirectly through operations or, you know, just by happenstance into these fringe groups and then using them to do whatever they necessarily need to right. for their goals. Is well, that's a great that question. I mean, I, we can talk offline about some of these things. I, I have definitely have opinions that I didn't share 
on there, but there's uh, there could, I mean, there could be a lot of infiltration. And I think that they're, the leaders are very cognizant of government infiltration on the right here in the States. And, but still, even with so-called maybe uh, Asian provocateurs or something, people still got shot. So Giampa killed his girlfriend's parents. So they yeah. were innocent. The two guys, Onishuk and Himmelman, were down in Tampa. They got killed by Anders. They got blown away. They were, I think, members of Adam Waffen. And then this other kid, 20-year-old kid in Orange County got stabbed and murdered. Probably, And it might have been an ONA influence type thing. I don't really know. I don't think people are asking the right questions about that. So if the government's really involved in that, they're not doing a good job of keeping these people from harming innocent people. No, but then again, I don't think they care, in my opinion. It's like um, the government might have been involved with um, uh, the uh, uh, serial killers, the Hand of Death cult um, uh, during. So, I mean, and I mean, again, you have direct connections to the Order of Nine Angles to Operation Gladio. So, right. So, I mean, there, there's all kinds of strange stuff. Why hasn't Mayat ever been arrested is another question. So you have this super really intelligent guy, IQ who um, was head of the NSM when this guy Copeland broke, blew up a bomb in three places in London and injured hundreds of people. People got their arms and legs blown off, three people died. But Myatt never went to jail. And so this is like another young guy. So he's almost, a, he typifies very similar to these other young kids who are online who are encouraged to do this other stuff. So he yeah. actually was almost like very similar to some of these Adam Waffen members. I mean, it, it's my belief that the government in the world order are pushing people to the fringe to actually push them into Satanism. Now, I know, you know, you don't necessarily have to agree with me on that, but that's the way I look at it, where a lot of this is them saying, okay, you know, we need, we need, we have objectives need, we need goals. Therefore, you know, and I'm not saying that every single event that has been done by these groups is directly government linked. No, they can go so chaos and that's perfectly fine. I mean, look at Operation Gladio, right, you know, right. uh, and there are, you know, recluse from FISA view, William has shown that there were American stay behind networks right. that were in place. Yeah. Um, so wouldn't be surprised if this is just that. Um, and well, uh, I mean, that's you're into like the Hall of Mirrors thing, like who's designing ONA, who's made 10,000 pages, is somebody yeah. where's the money coming from? How is this being done? Um, but I do think that there's something pretty dark there, and you know, maybe the real destabilization, destabilization of the to bring in the new world order is these type of groups that so there that's why the groups are there that other people want them to accelerate and it's intelligent stuff. I mean, I can tell you stuff. Yeah, it's chaos magic. We won't talk more, more, much more about it, but yeah, I can I tell mean, you, I'll tell you stuff offline. What what I really think some of the stuff is. I, however, I do think that the ONA and Adam Waffen are, even if they're, I don't think Adam Waffen is a government operation, but there's probably infiltrators. And there, I mean, the guy who started the Temple of Blood, everybody else in the far right thinks he's a he's a snitch. So yeah. And Radix mentioned too that there have been documented informants in the Order of the Nine Angles, and there was in the base too as well. Um, okay. So that stuff, that stuff has come out. It is I, there. Well, uh, I know. Uh, but I just wanted to I mean, be honest. I, 
I, I just wanted I just wanted to talk about it only because I've seen it in my own research. Well, I have a lot to say, but I'd much rather say. It okay, I understand. I understand. Um, I mean, but no, it's a good. Those are good questions, and I think are important lines of inquiry. Why are these groups exist? Why aren't they publicized? Why don't people know about them? Like, why? I mean, not there's not a lot of talk about these things, but these people are doing stuff. Meltzer was a guy who was an ONA guy trying to set up his own squad in Turkey for a terrorist attack. And this guy in Von Nudujim, William Von Nudujim in, mm-hmm. in Toronto, they have him on tape slitting some guy's throat. After And he has rituals on his YouTube channel. You can go look at it right now. If you want to see what the ONA is up to and the religious chants that are inspired by Catholic monastery, you can see that. You can see the ONA symbol that's on the cover of my book. And he might have killed somebody else that they know. He might have killed other people. I don't know. But that that's not a government op. I mean, I don't think that's a government op. I don't, I don't know. I don't think either of them are. It kind of reminds me of the uh, what was the what was the journalist that got killed, the beheading, the poor footage. Uh, oh right, the, Pearl, the, uh, Pearl? James Foley. James Foley. Uh, so it kind of reminds me uh, 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 of that a little bit. Um, and I mean, we, you know, that was just one of my things I had in my head the whole entire time I was reading this, and I've been researching it. Well, what was that? When um, you see a lot, didn't they say like a lot? There was like five hundred million dollars spent on those fake terror. Uh, videos yeah. or something yeah. and they've traced yeah. one of them back it was dropped in texas actually so, wasn't so, the so they're able to spy on all of us right you know but the moment uh they got to track down somebody oh no we've lost that footage or we can't yeah. do it or the footage of uh, of the of the the so-called plane going into the pentagon is gone you know right. i mean well, it, there was so much trickery and fakeness and the bush administration was off the charts obama not so bad because they weren't involved in the war but there was so much fake terror and all kinds of crazy stuff. So how this stuff, I, like you said, I mean, you could have just the satanic powers really wanting to have these things around and draw people in. And it may be just kind of like a parallax view where, Hey, you like this literature. Great. You're one of, you know, we love you. Like, yes. Can you imagine? So like 10,000 people would read this and be repulsed, but that 10,001, maybe somebody's looking for that guy. Do you think everybody's evil? I mean, look at yeah. look at go watch Parallax View again. How they're farming for for killers, right? You know, they're putting documentary uh, videos up glorifying uh, Hitler that he did no wrong. Did you even mention it in your book that I can't remember who was influenced by, which is the greatest story never told? Um, and it's it, look, that was I think yeah. No, there, there were crimes committed both the Allies and the Axis in World War II. Okay, no one's like saying otherwise. All right, that America was perfect; we never did anything wrong. However, to sit there and glorify the Nazi regime or the fascist, um, uh, um, or Mussolini Stalin, or, or 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 the Japanese, it's 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 just it's. It's just, it's just, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, um, no, but I mean, that's the whole thing is that there are people out there like this. That's, the, that's, that's, I mean, that's really what this book is about is these kind of secretive groups and literature. They're really cells. A Nexian is really kind of almost similar to a terrorist cell, a self-contained group above the law that thinks that everybody else should be cold and we're going to keep it a secret. And we have our own doctrines. I guess one final part of that is Biden's new homeland security. Say, see something, say something's right. come to America, right? I could see them using this and terrorist, you know, uh, activity 
and and FBI coming in at the last moment if they decide Swooping to shoot at right. that time. They well, could go, be go back and look at Merrick Garland's uh, heritage, what he was involved with, and what he said recently is he almost like did a uh, you know blurb for my book. We have terror, we have white supremacist groups that are international that are communicating cross borders that are very dangerous, and they're the ones that are supposedly the, the biggest danger for them. But Merrick Garland, I think he was involved with uh, the whole Timothy McVeigh uh, bombing in Oklahoma City. Didn't he oversee that? Or he yes, was, he did. He did, yeah. to my knowledge. Yes. Yeah, so I got to go back and look up his history. But the, he has Hegelian, the Hegelian dialectic problem reaction solution, right? Yeah, we. You, that's a whole nother story. What was going on there? Who was McVeigh? Was mm -hmm. he really what he said he was? Yeah, he benefited. I mean, you know, and you and you had people too. Uh, who was the guy that Adam Waffen, who killed his roommates? So it was, went, two, it was, was Anders. Went, Anders was his name. He killed Himmelman and Onisha. And he ended up. He ended. Was it one of them? Ended up uh, regretting it or was remorseful at the end? I think um, that he really was. He seemed to like yeah. say that it was a warning. This group is dangerous. They're you know. So I think he kind of. Uh, yeah, Devin Arthurs was his Devin name. Devin Arthurs, that's right. Yes, he actually he yeah. actually regretted it at the end. And actually, I mean, he had multiple mental disorders. Um, they, they took advantage of him. And and his I mean, listening to his dad and his parents talk about him and everything, and and it was just I mean, his was, dad said it, he lost him to the internet at like 14 years of age. Yeah, it so, was just it was yeah. just it was rough. It was heartbreaking as a parent, man, to divorced, read all that. Divorced parents kids yeah. on eat drugs yeah and then, and then you know him end up realizing that he had been used and i mean you and i both being christians there's a possibility there could be some demon possession going on in this too as well you know and he comes out yeah. of it as the demons left him you know and he's like what have i done you know Look, the, the, the ona doctrines are based upon possession you're supposed to bring down these yeah. dark gods and let them into your body and presence them so what, what do you think the ritual is where they have to stay up the whole night and if they right. fall asleep, like, what is that, you know? Is well, that... I think it's really getting used to being out at dark. It's druidic. So you're out in the forest and you're really be getting rid of the urban kind of uh, safety. So you're, you know what it's like to be out there. So that, I think that's really it. I mean, these go look at some of these pictures. They're all in black hanging out in the forest and go look at the iconography or the imagery of ONA. It's all kind of rural uh, landscapes and things like that. So I think that that is really what they're trying to do to their initiates is get them used to being out in forests at night. What about the young woman who um, who uh, went on uh, tried to plan the event for the uh, the mall shooting? Right. Her name was Lindsay Suvanaroth. Yeah. What can you tell us about her? It's, it was it's quite rare from what I've seen for, a, especially a young woman to be radicalized in these groups, a majority of them are just frustrated, you know, uh, troubled uh, young men or, 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 you know, men that are in their 20s and their 30s generally. Of course, you might have some higher up adepts, adepts higher up uh, people uh, within, you know, the organizations that are guiding kind of like you would see, um, uh, who was the guy who wrote, uh, uh, you mentioned him earlier, um, uh, well, uh, the the guy who wrote the, the the book that they all look up to oh james uh, mason C. james mason yeah so they kind of like look him up which kind of reminds me of that one movie 
with um Ed Norton, American History X, right? Where they had the guy where all the the older guy where all the uh white nationalists kind of looked up to, you know. So you'll have a couple of them around some of the old guard, right? That they'll look, you know, that the younger right. will look up to, which is very, very similar in a lot of ways to terrorist organizations and terrorist groups, right? You know, so but it's rare to see with all you know. Like when you, you discuss Adam Waffen, and it's similar to the stuff I've seen in 4chan and 8chan, where there's a lot of abhorrent stuff, like you know, people talking about rape and and and, and you know, people you know po- posting porn and stuff like that and everything, which you generally wouldn't think a young woman would, you know, be in. I mean, the, the Telegram group was rape Waffen for God's sake, right? You know? So, so and that was one what, of the head. The, the, after the head guy got put in jail, the next leader's nickname was rape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, talked mm-hmm. about going out at night raping people and stuff like that but yeah the james mason thing I, you, i'm glad you brought up american history x because two of these guys who are in adam waffen one of the guys who's allegedly killed blaze bernstein has pictures of him and another dude reenacting the scene the curb stomp scene in american history x so they actually like have a friend put their head up against a curb and stomp on it so if you remember, that's the introductory scene. So that image is actually kind of uh, bandied about in the far right or the kind of new far right. <clears throat> but yeah, James Mason, and I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, it's it's sad, you know, they get these people from troubled, troubled households who have mental disability, probably antisocial personality disorder right. in most cases. And, yeah. and they're just trying to find somewhere to belong. So they kind of... Right. I mean, if I was a parent, I feel sorry for the parents of these guys, too. Like your kid killed somebody's parents and shot him because he got into Nazism or far rightism. I mean, like the parents really have to take a step. If they think their kid's doing something, they they are the parents. They can cut off their Internet. They can monitor their Internet. I mean, you want your kid to you'd want your kid to be in theater, chess club, anything but this, because it's a disaster for them and the families and the other people who are harmed. I feel sorry for the parents of some of these kids who do yeah. horrible things. Very much but, so. But uh, you were talking about Suvana Roth. She was, she got into the kind of Nazi fetishism and they, she liked the aesthetic, they, you know, so she liked that, but she was actually supposed to be the online kind of paramour of the guy who ran Iron March. He was like the silly, he had a Russian name. Mm-hmm. And then um, she met another guy and they were going to reenact the Columbine massacre in Halifax, yep. Canada. Yep. And so she flew there and somebody, luckily, thank God, told the cops. And so she was arrested at the airport with one other guy. But the, another guy's name is, I think, Gamble. They were planning to kill his parents and then go on the, the, the massacre. But he ended up killing himself. Yeah, I, 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 I was tragic. The whole yeah. book's tragic. Yeah, and um, she's in jail. So she's in jail for the rest of her life. And she said, like, it's my job to cull people. So she was using kind of ONA ideology in her outlook. And, uh, you know, she, she posted all kinds of weird stuff all over the place. But it's interesting, too, because she was Asian. Yeah. So she was Asian. And this other girl, who Chloe, who's supposedly the outer head of the ONA, is also, like, Asian and Hispanic. Like, she's a... So she does, she doesn't fit that pure like the pure kind of Aryan ideology. Hispanic usually right. not, but some of the white nationalists are accepting of like the Koreans, for example. Interesting. Uh, so um, they kind of they kind of see Koreans as being pure. 
Uh, so, I mean, it, being Asian doesn't surprise me in that regard. Uh, um, but, but okay, that's, that's, that's interesting. Uh, well, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't really, I think that they do, the ONA does use the term Aryan. So I don't, I don't know how that fits in, but I don't know. You know, I, I don't know who the members are. I, I really don't. They're not, so, it's not like a real public. So public what was your, they see also seem to have a strong connection to the process church of the final judgment, right? Or they at least had a, 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 a obsession so, with the process church of the final judgment. They had some information in there. So the guy who was, the guy who was called rape Denton, who just got sentenced to 42 months last month, he edited the fourth edition of Siege. And when he did that editing, he he was supposedly the member of Temple of Blood mm-hmm. before he did that. And he included at the end of Siege a picture of Robert Dick Grimston. And they also a lot of they, they also really admired uh Manson, right? Charles Manson. Yes, very much so. Yes. Right. So that's kind of a weird thing, too. That's also in the book. Hey, Manson like, was working directly with Mason. Correct. So there's communications between them. They started something called the some the this eternal order or something like Let that. Let me see I if I can bring it up. Yeah. yeah so and they like, were and they're working together and selling merchandise for their cooperation. Right. The universal order is what they called it. Yes. So there's pictures in there, like under siege culture, there was pictures of them together, Mason and Manson. And so they're in communication and, and Manson was the ideal man. And he kind of, if you remember in the Manson family, they had that kind of racist element. They were trying to blame the black guys for every for everything and then there was going to be a big race war right no, you remember yeah, you're right yeah you remember right, yeah so that's in there and so these guys adam Waffen, when they were in las vegas they actually traveled to the hole where the manson family was so they are like the hold supposedly which was the hell i forgot what manson told his followers but it's somewhere in the in the death valley so they traveled there's pictures of adam Waffen members there so it's really strange bedfellows in these in the far right and the occultism, which actually isn't that much different than the not the original German Nazi party. No, I used to talk about um, how you would have these ultra Zionist Mercer family uh, sitting uh, next to at the Council for National Policy, uh, the uh, white nationalist Regnery family. Right. They make very strange bedfellows, right? You know, so I guess there's no difference, you know. It, it, it just, it just, it just, it never ends. I mean, it and there's connections ends. in this book. Like I talk about how Richard Spencer was friends with the guy who just went to jail, Denton, and they mm-hmm. were at a meeting under a fake name. So there actually is overlapping things. I mean, I'll tell you some stuff offline. I mean, and Spencer too, as well. Of course, you know, Regnery National Policy Institute. William Regnery II funded the National Policy Institute, um, and then. There was something else in here, too, that one of the guys was connected uh, or at least went on Eric Stryker's show, um, which I believe Eric Stryker is, is, is a, <laughs> a fan. Um, right. But, you know, right. I, 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 th- that was quite interesting. It was um, who, who was the person? I'm trying to remember. Um, it I mean, was it Sim- is kind it of Simpson. sad. Like it these- was Simpson. So Shannon Simpson, Shannon went Simpson on yeah. to talk about being on the National Guard with Eric Stryker. Of course, Eric Stryker was at the Charlottesville event. Right. So it was um, and, Simpson was as well. Yeah, they both were. Um, so again, and his you know, that was the allegation that he was an ONA affiliate or member or something like that. Yes. I don't think that um, was confirmed. Yes, but I do believe it's likely that he was right because. I mean, um, he might have known Meltzer. They were kind of in the same geography. 
from the yes city. and simpson of course was in the rape waffen telegram um so i mean <laughs> so you see the cross fertilization you see the kind of loose connections at least over i mean that you can trace but yeah no it's it's, it's very strange a kind of underground type thing but yeah um i guess one last question is is do you see the you know one of your biggest uh fastest of research is into the smiley face killers and the order of the nine angles and kind of satanism in general has just a fascination with water definitely this group for sure yes and there were kind of writings of calling people near water right and near water sending the water yeah burying people near water and shallow graves like so do you think that there's a possibility maybe a connection i think there's definitely an overlap and i one of the researchers the guy sarsky found two smiley faces on two of the main ona research uh informational channels and i should mm -hmm. quote those in the mm -hmm. book so there is definitely a smiley face connected mold is friends with a guy by the name of david tibet who has all kinds of underground connections who uses smiley faces so you just keep following these trails where these guys know stuff. All of the smile, all of the smiley face killings happened at night. Um, they happened kind of people who might have fit the what the ONA would call homo hubriati, like yeah. people that they have contempt for. Um, there's a lot of Christians who were victims of the ONA, uh, victims of what's known as the smiley face killings. So there's actually over preponderance of Christians which is really the target of the ONA, the Nazarenes and Magians. So there's definitely some overlap. I have no proof of that. I don't have any, all the proof I have in the book is what's in the book. I mean, I don't have, but I asked the question, is it this group or some group like it? Maybe there's another hidden group within a group. I don't know. I really don't know. But I do think that the, the ideas of ONA are very dangerous, very lethal. So I think that it has to be, people have to be on, on the radar to watch out for these ideas. But, you know, you have to read their literature. It's all about going out at night. There's the lurker, lurker yeah. of the night. There's guys talking about going into town and causing trouble and coming back home, you know. And then and there's a session with, Baph session with Baphomet instead right. of Kali, right? Right, like a female Baphomet, you know yeah so go look at all the writings of molt look at molt's the sinister tarot it's all water themed it's all you know and then uh sarsky said that there's their kind of mythos is about this vindex character who's going to avenge things and you know neptune comes from the comes from the sea so they have kind of definitely have some and that actually isn't the water theme is actually not exclusive to the ona if you look at some of these other characters who are into the occult i mean you look at the west memphis three two of the kids were drowned if you look at uh what's his name um kenneth anger he uses the symbolism of water like symbolized drowning and things like that mm -hmm. so there's definitely there's definitely something to do with water that i don't know why i don't i don't know the the real primacy of why water is uh and death are connected yeah, it's quite interesting that they're just obsessed. I mean, they're obsessed with water. They're obsessed with space. They're obsessed with colon. Um, I mean, they do see Christianity as the, their, as the, their, their direct enemy. 
so. there's no doubt about it. Like, like in the writings, it is put forth that if you believe in Christ, you're perceived to be as weak and therefore you should die because you're, as, uh, um, you're straight on uh, society. Right. And there's, I mean, in the rituals, they just hate Christ, right? So they're talking about Jesus and a spit on Jesus and all that stuff. So it's all in there. The, the all is in chat uh, wanted me to ask you about Nine Inch Nails, but I don't exactly know. The Nine Inch Nails thing, that was in my first documentary. All my documentaries are now oh, back yeah, up that's on Vimeo. Right. That's right, yeah. And that was that bit image on my first documentary about the Smiley Face Killers is from Nine Inch Nails Broken, which was directed by Peter Christofferson, who is an IOT member, Illuminum Thanateros, that's associated with the guy who did Psychonaut, Peter Carroll, who is being written about by Mayan. I mean, it's it's very strange. So I definitely, I mean, I, I think that that's kind of one of the main warnings of this book is there's definitely a network underground of some pretty sinister people in the world today who are communicating because of the internet. Oh, very much so. Is there anything you want to say in clo closing, William? Definitely thank you for having coming on. Oh, definitely have you on again. again. Uh, yeah. Yes, of course. It's Is there anything just, you want to say in closing or anything? I'm sorry. Well, my book is available. I just redid the book again. So I reformatted. It's much cleaner. And you can get it at my website, William Ramsey Investigates, or on Amazon. Um, you can get a Kindle version or signed copies are at my website. But I've also been doing a lot of uh, interviews on my pod broadcast, William Ramsey Investigates, if you want to check that out. Some, a lot of the interviews that I've done about the book, but also just some other book uh, interviews. And then, like I said, Vimeo has all my documentaries and you can get any of my books at my website, William Ramsey Investigates. And I recommend them all. Uh, thank you for coming on, William. Uh, it's been great. Yeah, great um, to talk with you, John. Keep you too touch. as well. Take yeah. care, everybody. God bless. Cheers.